the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman coming to you on a, a wonderful day here from Sad Burning Ghetto, California. Um, <laughs> there's no other way to describe where we're at. But anyway, uh, we, we like to come from this place to, to broadcast out here to Southern California, telling you all the great things that are happening in the firearm community and some of the fun stuff that we have going on. We just spent last week, you and I, mm-hmm. out at Rogas in, in Corona, at the CRPA Crawfish Boil. Now, yes, these guys had, if you saw on the, on the website or on our uh, Facebook page, all the videos I posted, pots and pots of crawdads. Mm-hmm. And these guys boiled them up and they ate them. And uh, we had Mexican food. <laughs> yes. I, I planned on eating a crawdads. And I watched these guys and I filmed them and I said, okay, um, how am I going to do that with a one arm in a sling? So that was my excuse this year uh, for backing off on actually eating them. But California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org, did a great job out there. Good fundraiser, great family event. And hopefully they'll be doing it again next year. I might man up and eat a crawdad then. My, my right wing works. So that was last week. We had a great time out there. Uh, coming up here on our schedule, we are going to be at the Unite IE Conservative Conference at the Doubletree Hotel in Ontario, California on Sunday, the 28th. Tickets are available on am590.com. You don't want to miss this. There's some great speakers, and I'll be there. So, I mean. Well, it's awesome then. I'm there. They're going to throw in Larry Elder and a couple other top name guys, but I'm going to be there. Okay, so they, they're, since I'm going to be there, they're going to come and <laughs> come join you, right? And, and follow our crowd and, mm-hmm. and meet our people out there. Exactly. That's exactly the way that hang, that works out. And then the following weekend, we have the Hunting 101 seminar. That's going to be at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Hunting 101, a big game primer. I'm putting that on with uh, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. This is a, somebody got their hunting license. Mm-hmm. They want to go hunting, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, as you've seen this, and you see that we'll talk about that too, there's not really a hunting culture in Southern California. No, there was a little bit when I was a kid, but not, not anymore. You grew up on a range and there was a little mm-hmm. bit of one, right? Mm-hmm. But there really isn't one. Kids, uh, you know, they have call of duty. They do whatever they're going to do on that, but they don't really have a hunting culture. So if somebody decides maybe they want to have a better lifestyle, they want to hunt and get real meat, uh, you know, how do they start? Well. The Hunting 101 seminar is designed to do that, take you from A to B. It's all day long. It's, uh, oh, gonna... that's cool. 
actually. Yeah. It's really cool. So tickets are at eventbrite.com, Hunting 101, and uh, hope to see you guys there. And then on May 5th, the next day, because why let a day go by, Cinco de Mayo, we're going to be spending that on Sunday at the Rahagas, Microhagas Memorial Shoot. Uh, Cindy, that's why you're here today. And before before we jump off on that, I want to let everybody know we do have another guest on the line, which I was ignorant enough not to uh, introduce. We have John John Brown, John Gillespie Brown, uh, LongRangeShooting.org. John, sorry about that. How you doing? Uh, good. Don't worry about tripping over my name. It's hard to say. <laughs> John Brown. It's it's it is. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> well, I like ruined... the Brown part is the uh, uh, European style. Sticking two names together to confuse the innocent. Well, you know, you knew we were simpletons when we when you put us on this island over here, right? So, <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry about that, John. So, Cindy, let me get back to this here. Tell us about your dad. Oh, what is did I tell about dad? That would take forever. Um, <laughs> well, if we told all the stories about your dad, that would take forever. <laughs> dad was a very memorable, um, memorable person. Yep. Um, he never met a stranger. Um, I've had people argue with me that they were my dad's best friend and oh, I didn't I have that. a clue that who they were. He, um, he had a way of making people feel that he way. He did. He did. And that was something special that he had. Um, you know, he is somebody who always had ideas going and trying to find new things to do. And, um, you know, started out 47 years ago, we were talking about how long we've been. They brought pheasant hunting down here to Southern California back in 72. And then, um, in the early 80s, dad had one of the very first, if not the first, open sporting clays range yeah. in Southern California. We had trap and skeet at the time, but then they started the sporting clays um, range. And then it just evolved um, to what we have today with our rifle and pistol ranges and the 25 station sporting clays range, which I have to say is probably looking the best it's ever looked in the years that I've been oh, it's involved. Matured now. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. I, I think that dad's just rolling in his grave just laughing you know because that's what he thought about shooting is that this is what we need to do in california and he was park -like. a big per well yes it's very park like and you know you talked about your hunting 101 my dad was actually honored after um he passed through um, hunter safety as putting probably the most students through hunter mm -hmm. safety in california you have classes what twice a month no or? we still just have them once a month they're usually the first saturday of each month um, August, we usually have two or three classes, depending on what our schedule's like, right. um, to get ready for dove season and everything like that. But we continue that tradition today with the hunter safety also. That's awesome. Now, folks, if you don't know, it, the hardest thing besides spelling, Bahagas, the hardest thing is to describe how to get there. Yeah. Ways will get you there. Okay. That, if, and now we have put, our phones can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Our phones can do it. Um, we, there are a few systems out there that, um, will get you lost. They will tell you to get out of your car and walk to your destination. Well, you're in the wrong spot. Um, I just tell people to always remember we're at the corner of Hellman Road and River Road. Right. And we are technically still Corona there, but we actually meet where Eastvale, Corona, and Chino meet at the corner of Hellman and River Road. And come on through our gate, people. It's fine. Just come on because people get a little nervous that the gate there. Come on in, follow that. Um, Take the road, road south. All the way in and you'll find us. But Ways actually have to, we'll promote them today, that um, gets us to the, at least to the gate. <laughs> Pretty much every time. So when you head out there, if you haven't been out there before, you know, it is, 
it's kind of a strange corner there. You have to keep your eyes open for the signs, but it is a huge place. When you pull down and you head down this long uh, paved road, which is... Mm-hmm. It's about a mile, actually, to yeah. our gate or to our office from the gate. And, and then it bends west, and you'll see tents, and you'll see buildings, and you'll see shooting berms. On your left-hand side as you roll in is the Sporting Clays Range, which is basically a giant circle, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. It's almost a mile. It's actually almost a mile around. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost. This is a big place. Yeah, not quite. So you can shoot, you know, you're shooting in a circle, except it's shotgun, so it's totally safe. Everything lands in the center. That's our goal when we're setting targets. Um, that's why we're very adamant on um, shotgun shells, what size of shells you can shoot there, right. which is seven, half, eight, or nine shot. Um, which is all you want for sporting that's clays. That's all you need for sporting clays. There's nothing else. If you need high need. base sixes. You're... <laughs> you're in the wrong sport. <laughs> you're in the wrong sport. But um, everything, our targets are set. So when um, people are shooting, um, everything lands in the center. So we can have that circle and we can continue around and everybody is safe. It's absolutely gorgeous. The number of trees have been planted, and I've been out there for 20-plus years. And all those trees were planted by my dad. Yeah. None of those trees on the Sporting Clays Range were there when they started Oh, no, 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 no. So I was going to say, it was barren. Bare, bare and bones. The wind blew, and it was hot, and it was barren, and mm-hmm. uh, he had an idea, and it's park-like. I mean, there's shade mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. There's grass in between. It's it's. It's evolved quite a bit over the last about three or four years it's now. It's civilized. It's beautiful. I just get Civilized on my sporting clay. I don't shoot that much anymore because when you work and you do and right. all that, sometimes it's just it's easier just to go home. And plus, sporting clays kicks my rear end every time I go out because, as you know, I'm a trained skeet a, shooter. This is an Olympian caliber skeet shooter. Yeah, here. but it's such a different sport. It really is. Um, my brain for skeet doesn't work for sporting clays. I was trained one way, and that was it. And I've had to retrain my brain. When you get crossers, you nail them though. <sighs> Quick and short. Yep. Real quick and short. I'm good. Um, But sometimes I just get on my golf cart and drive around just for the beauty. I go out this to see what have the guys done this week on the range? What have they done? You know, it's just. And the views from there, you look north, you've got the San Gabriel Mountains with snow capped. And the south, you have the Cleveland National Forest. It's, Mm -hmm. it really is beautiful. And, uh, and if you have a membership there, you're not limited to hours for sporting clays, right? So for sporting clays, we do allow you to shoot till approximately 530 in the evening, whether we're, um, some days we close at four, some days we close at two. Um, when we do have the office, the office, but you'll be able to shoot till five 30 ish. Um, usually once you off the range about six. Um, so if we're closed at two o'clock on a Monday and Tuesday, you can still come out and shoot sporting clays even during the rest of the week till about five thirty six. Okay. So, um, that's, that's the Rahagas in general. You also have pistol, you have steel Mm -hmm. challenge, you have all kinds of, of weekend events that go on out there. The cowboys are still big with us and everything. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have actually the mounted shooters now that come out quite. They're back up again. Not just not the SAS. We have the um, California mounted um, riders that come out and they're shooting their monthly shoots out on our um, uh, arena. Also, that's actually something something to bring the kids out and watch the cowboy shooters, the SAS, mm-hmm. and the mounted shooters. Mm-hmm. That's just good entertainment. It is, and that's what I tell people. You have to buy your daughter a pony after that. Yeah. And actually and they're having a, um, they're having a, um, beginners course for people who have horses and who are getting ready to want to see what it's all about. So they're trying to bring new people in How awesome for is that. that folks. I got to take a break here. Firing line radio show, firinglineradio.com. We'll be right back with Cindy Rahaga and John Gillespie Brown after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our talk is going to talk about firearms, hunting, Second Amendment gun rights, everything afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Now, after you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential for the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Thank you very much, Vince. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check out our Facebook page at Firing Line Radio Show or firinglineradio.com. With me in studio, I have Cindy Rahaga. Cindy Rahaga is... What's your title now over there? Supreme Commander? Supreme Commander of Mahogany's <laughs> Shooting Enterprises. Yeah. People, two. Other people may have other words for me, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll just I go take with it that. with stride. I'll take it in stride. <laughs> and I have John Gillespie Brown. John Gillespie Brown um, is up there in Northern California. He's joining us by phone. We're going to be talking about long-range shooting and all the information he has on that coming up. But I, real quick, I want to touch on this again. You're having a memorial shoot for your father yep. who passed away six years ago. Wonderful guy. Absolutely a great friend. And uh, was sorry to see him, see him go so soon, but we're going to do this memorial shoot. So tell us about that event specifically. So um, my, my brother and my sister-in-law have started Rahaga shooting sports foundation. 
it's going to it's a 501c and it's going to fund um activities for outdoors for all kids and we're talking we want to bring in kids that don't have the um like we grew up with this, Philip. Right. This is something we knew. The hunting from, culture. The hunting culture, whether it be fishing, shooting, hunting, whatever. Um, they're trying to bring in children who don't have this exposure. And we're trying to bring in children that don't have the means to do this. So we're going to be um, doing shoots for the kids to come in to learn how to shotgun shoot. They're going to do fishing. They're just going to be doing a lot of everything. So we thought it was a great um, time to go ahead and, hey, Dad, Thanks. You know, we've never done anything for dad yet since he's been gone. He'll be actually, his sixth anniversary will be on May 6th, so the day after mm -hmm. um, the shoot. Um, so we've been able to team up with um, Turner's, Howa, Jim Ferry and Associates, Pete Schumacher, the NRA, Steve Gomez, Yusufari Day, Rick Duffy, um, Bass Pro Shop and things that are going to be helping us bring in raffles for um, the um, fundraiser. We're going to have several guns. Um, we're donating a pistol membership, red key, things like that. So all the proceeds for this shoot is going to go to the Rahaga Sports Foundation. Awesome. Sports Foundation. And um, so they can start. We've already held one shoot for the kids, and it was a great success. Um, so they want to promote hunting and all those good things for that. So what a good time to start. So how do they how do they sign up? So they can go to scoringpro.com if they want to shoot the shoot. Okay, It's going to be 100 targets, non-registered. So don't worry. Your scores aren't going to hurt your um, – any, you know, anything. So like even me, if I wanted to break down and it's not going to hurt me, um, it's $85 for shooters, um, for the sporting clays, which they get, um, lunch, which is going to be a tri-tip lunch. Um, we're welcoming all family members, people who don't even want to shoot the shoot. Mm -hmm. They can come out and, um, have lunch with us, participate in the raffles and everything like that. Um, if you're thinking about wanting to come out and do the, um, lunch for us, if you would, um, Email us at events at rahagas.com. Spell it, please. Common spelling. R-A-A-H-A-U-G-E-S. That's rahagas. Events at rahagas.com. Um, lunch is going to be walk-in lunch is $20. It's going to be a tri-tip lunch, like I said. If you could give us that courtesy of letting us know so we can make sure we have enough Gotta food. Got to have enough, man. Got to have enough food. Um, they are going to do a two-man flurry, too, so you can team up with some people and go out and do that. Um, there are going to be paybacks in the classes, Do you have anything too. for wingers? Hey, I'll I'll be your I'll be your right hand. <laughs> we might do okay. No, if you if, uh, you just shoot for me and I'll have my best score ever. I'll be fine with that. Yeah. So if people just want to come out and buy um, the gun raffle tickets are going to be ten dollars a piece. Um, regular raffles for all the other things is going to be five dollars. Um, right now we have, like I said, we have coolers, we have um, a safe, um, several guns. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. We're just looking forward to seeing a bunch of people. Oh, and you know who I, I think I, did I say how a rifle? Mm -hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure if I missed them or not. Um, but it's just going to be great to see people who could remember dad and just want to come out and celebrate him. Right. And that's, that's Andy McCormick. Yes. Andy McCormick. Yep. Used to run, be part of heavy, yep. part of turners. I just want to make sure I got everybody cause they've all been great. All that's you have awesome. to do is pick up the phone and they're well, awesome. You know, I'll put some stuff in there for you too. Awesome. That'd so be awesome. Let me know what you need. Okay, folks, that's going to be on Saturday, excuse me, Sunday. Sunday, Cinco de Mayo, right? You finally have a reason to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be out there at rahagas.com. With a bang. Uh, Mike Rahagas. There you go. Shooting Enterprises. That's awesome. 85 bucks, 100 targets with lunch. You're not, that's a great deal. I think you're losing money on this one, folks. You are. Hey. But it's, it's all okay. going to a good cause. Great cause. So, hey, let me bring on John Gillespie Brown. John, how you doing, boss? Yeah, good. Are you going to be able to make this show? Just drive on down here from Northern California. <laughs> I'm thinking 
Once I have a fast car and I like fast cars, I'm not going to make it in the next five minutes. No, sure. no, no, it's not not five minutes, but you do have a couple of weeks to plan on that. And you know, hey, to try try tip lunch, and if you've not had their smoke tri tip, you're just not living. Mm-hmm. It does sound wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a uh, barbecueaholic. There you go. Hey, John, tell us uh, now. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background on on shooting, and how you got into what you do. And then we'll get into the specifics on that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you can probably tell by my accent. I wasn't uh, born here in the United States. I was originally from England. You ain't, you ain't from around. Accent. Ain't from around here. <laughs> uh, my accent's a bit weird since I've lived all over the world and been in the U.S. for a long time, but. Still have like a twang. And um, I got into shooting because I went to a military school. My, my, uh, my father worked his whole life for an American corporation, and they lived in the United States and sent me to a military school in, in England. And so I got into firearms because, uh, this is probably too much information, but uh, after World War II, a lot of the uh, surplus was given to a whole bunch of these military schools. So... We had like an armory full of everything from World War Two. So how many school? Sh- cool. How many school shootings were there back then? Uh, none. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we all remember back in the day when this stuff was all left around, and we all played with it. I, when I was eleven, I was shooting a full auto fifty cal machine gun, uh, handguns. You know, all the World War Two stuff, basically. So, like, this machine gun was bigger than me, but we were allowed to shoot it. So. We can have a freedom discussion, if you like, because England, obviously, is a really interesting uh, use case compared to here. We're in a sort of lucky situation we find ourselves in in the United States compared to their situation. But uh, anyway, that's how I got into it. So I was very uh, lucky, if, uh, if you want to call it that, when I was young. And back in the day when I was a kid, we didn't have all the laws that the United Kingdom had now. So... You know, we had the freedom to shoot all sorts of different firearms, and, and, and at home you could you could have. Uh, as a kid, I grew up, you know, with uh, pellet guns, and we all used to literally run around and shoot each other with those things. Yeah. Huh? The, the so, culture was all different. Kind of sounds like my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> but that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, it was it was it was probably um, much freer then than it is now. I think people probably think that they're free on their cell phones. I probably don't appreciate that uh, simple is often better, and, and, and I grew up all over the world, so I was very lucky. But that's how I got into it, and I, I went to military school, so we literally did uh, do something in England we call square bashing, which means uh, you have to get on parade, and you have to learn how to walk around the parade ground, and you have to get, get up early in the morning, just like in the military, and run five miles at five o'clock in the morning, and, so all that good stuff. Don't be putting and, discipline uh, into children's lives and expecting them to do well. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, give them whatever they want to do and then yeah. and then put up with the consequences. That's what we do it in a, America it, now. It was a double-edged sword, my friend. I think uh, I didn't enjoy a lot of the stuff that went with being in a military school. But but, it, but that's how, that, that got me excited about shooting, and uh, I was lucky to shoot every different type of weapon. We, we, were, we were even, because of our... Uh, because the school was so highly affiliated with sort of uh, special forces, we were very lucky to go to all their training. So, you know, at 11, 12, I was shooting on the premier uh, training facilities in the United Kingdom. So I was 
uh, you know, it got me very enthused. You know how it is if you can get just exactly as we were just talking, if we can get young people interested in hunting and shooting when they're, you know, uh, not stuck in the teen years before that, then, then that tends to last a lifetime. So that's, that's what got me really excited about it. So it was, it was, it was unusual because in the United Kingdom in general, you know, they the, don't have the same culture no. by any means as right. we do here in the United States around firearms. I'm going to pick it up with you after this commercial break. We're going to talk about what you're doing now here in California and the great opportunities you have for people to learn about firearms and shooting. Folks, Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks! Welcome back to uh, Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, Mulan Lave, and uh, joining me in studio, I have Cindy Rohaga. Cindy Rohaga is the Supreme Commander of Rohaga Shooting Enterprises. Um, <laughs> she is. I mean, she runs this place, and it's awesome. And having seen, having been involved out there for twenty plus years, uh, it's amazing how well organized it is. Hats off to you because you're hurting cats, especially on the weekends. A lot of new people and. We so, do, but you know, I do want to say you call me the spring, but have awesome family yep, and do. employees. But they didn't show up today. Yeah, so some of them have been with them quite some time. Um, but you know, we're a team out there. I think we've worked. I think my dad would really be. I want to say he'd be surprised, but I think he really knew that how well we've cohesed as a family yeah. have gotten come to, together on come this. together on yeah. this and. We don't fight. We don't argue. We discuss, and it, it gets done. It's awesome. And also joining with me on the phone here, you heard him doing his own introduction. There was John Gillespie Brown. John Gillespie Brown is the appropriator, I'll give him that, for Precision Long Range Facebook page and also longrangeshooting.org, which is a listener of this show. You know that I'm kind of geeky about that. I tend to, to like to do that stuff. And so he's got a website and a group that – has great educational opportunities for you. If you've never done this before or want to get into long-range shooting, he's got absolutely great basic information all the way to pretty advanced stuff. Um, and one of the things, like we just gave this away last week, uh, I forgot to mention this, uh, McMillan Stocks. Now, McMillan's become a product sponsor here, and so one of the things they're doing is we're allowed to give away brand-new 
rifle stock. So in my hand here, what you're looking at, folks, is that is the McMillan MC3 tradition stock. This is the hunting style stock. We're going to give one of these away at the Hunting 101 seminar on Saturday, May 4th at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range um, to the one of the attendees. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, hey, there's not, you know, it's a small group. Chances are <laughs> pretty good, right? Got a really good chance. We're giving that away. We're giving away some cutting-edge bullets. And, you know, some of the things that I use, everything I use as a product sponsor they're things I use, and actually, the way they become a product sponsor is I use them, and I say, I like this stuff, so I contact them, and mm-hmm. we get the stuff to give away. So um, it's not as if they're a bunch of schmucks saying, hey, can you shill this stuff? It's like, no, I actually was using it first. You know, I go hunting. I've got the cutting-edge bullets in my rifles. I use McMillan stocks, Vortex optics. It's, you know... Glock should sponsor me next for or CZ for all my other stuff, but we're, we're working on that down the road. So um, I want to get back here with, with John. John, on your, your longrangeshooting.org, you put this together, again, because it was an interest you had and you wanted to find a way to get this information out to others. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your website and, and uh, the purposes. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I've been shooting a long time, but a bit like you, I uh, I also... I love shotgun, so that's awesome. I sound sound like a really good fun uh, event you're running there. But um, but one of the things I really enjoy is things that are a little more sophisticated, a little more technical, and uh, I guess precision long range shooting falls into that category. It's so another step beyond just sort of basic hunting. And uh, as such, it was <clears throat> reading all the books and the stuff that was available on the topic and having learned about it. Well, five, five years six ago. years ago, there wasn't a lot of stuff on it. Right, right, right. And a lot of it is helpful, but it just wasn't laid out in a way where you could go from zero all the way through to a more sophisticated shooter, and uh, that frustrated me. So I, but that is why I ended up writing a series. I'm just writing the fifth book now. So that's how much information there is. That Each book is 400 pages long, and uh, there is no bullshit in any of the books. Yeah, Cliff, so that's how Cliff much notes? That data. Yeah. Could, could you get it on tape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not at this point, but maybe we will do uh, an audio version of it where Amazon are trying to get us to do that. But the point is, you could start from zero. You never, you know, you never pick the gun up, and it will help you go all the way through to sophisticated ranging, dealing with the wind, doping, you know, the wind. And that's really the hardest thing that most of us long-range shooters find out is you can be very sophisticated, expensive equipment. Uh, but the wind will always get you. Mm-hmm. So the fifth, the fifth book I'm writing right now is I'm actually sitting in my studio and um, surrounded by wind flags and range finders and, and wind meters and all sorts of gear that you end up uh, sort of putting together in order to try and build a long-range firing solution. And so, uh, yeah, I've, I've written four books. They're all available uh, on Amazon, long-range shooting and hunting, big green cover, and... Um, so what shooting the, org was put together for free information for people who want to get into it. So it's easy to remember longrangeshooting.org. And we have a Facebook group of 107,000 members. So that's how popular long range shooting is because that's all we talk about. <laughs> it's amazing. It just picks up on that. Actually, you and I spoke about this, and I'm going to offer this to you. We're going to do a giveaway on your Facebook page. So here's, here's our rules. I'm going to make them up as we go because we like to do that. <laughs> number one, rule number one, no whining, okay? If you don't win and you whine, you'll never win. That's rule number one. Not to get so 
somebody's going to win. It may, it may not be you. That's just the way that happens. Um, number two is we're going to create a post. And in order to be considered for the random drawing, you have to share it on your own page. So, and you have to put down, you know, firing line, hashtag Fireline Radio Show, hashtag uh, longrangeshooting.org. And, and then from whoever shares it, there'll be a random person picked and they'll have an opportunity. We're going to give away, since you're long range shooting, we'll give away the uh, Legend series, which is a tradition, uh, Macmillan MC3 polymer stock. It's for Remington short actions. Um, yeah, this one's for short actions. Remington short actions, Remington 700s only is the way that stock's made. It's pillar bedded. It's an awesome stock. So, uh, John, what do you say to that? That sounds fantastic. We we do regular giveaways, so we can also put it on longrangeshooting.org slash giveaways, and uh, we can put it up there so people know how to find it. But, but uh, we, we should also give some uh, kudos to Kelly, who's a fantastic supporter of Long Range and, and ELR shooting as well. So uh, thumbs up to him. Yeah, he does. A, he does a great job, and actually, they've they've been in there from the beginning. And uh, he actually has his uh, his sites elrhq.com. So if you want to go buy some of this stuff, it's all there. Now, there's long range shooting, long range hunting. Then there's ELR. Give us your definition of of the three. Well, for me, long range shooting uh, is essentially when you have to start using more technical thought processes to figure out how to hit something. And, of course, that all depends on caliber and, and the weapon system you're using. And so, in general, we, we think of long-range shooting out to closer to 1,000 yards as long-range, not 200. Mm-hmm. So, if you're shooting at 200 when you're hunting, you don't have to do too much thinking, right? Generally, you can you can pull the trigger, do all the math in your head. Unless so it's a 4570, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if, once you get out to, uh, you know, 800, 1,000, 1,500, uh, you are now very much having to consider, you know, the time of flight of the projectile and uh, all sorts of other factors that we could talk about, uh, but we probably don't have time today. I, I think, but, um, but, I, I, cover. but now I understood, I saw it on a Facebook post online that if, as long as you're shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor, it, it'll just hit it automatically. <laughs> well, you know, there's too much dinging of 6.5 Creedmoor as far as I'm concerned because it's an excellent caliber. It's a great cartridge. It's just it's just funny the following that it's got. It's got a cult like you know. You say something against the like, what, what's the new one? The seven point six Creedmoor, which is a three hundred eight caliber neck to three hundred nine. It's <laughs> it's weird. I mean, we do seem to have too many choices. Uh, and so, so I wouldn't say the ELR is definitely a, a, a whole new class in itself because you probably need a very specialist cartridge, not a six five or. You know, you can shoot 308 out to a thousand yards if if you know what you're doing. You've got enough elevation. Six uh, five does it, as you say, pretty easily. So it's become very popular. But if you're going to shoot ELR, which is you know, uh, if you think of the king of two miles as being sort of the premier event, uh, it's a long, long way. To, it's it's so far that most people don't appreciate. It. It's actually really hard to see the target. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of us do. Because <laughs> I'm a shotgun girl. <laughs> techniques like uh, mirage to to, to 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 try and dope the wing, and you know that's that's just a whole new set of science that what, you have to think about. One of the things that I, I always like to talk about when someone is saying they're shooting out, you know, two thousand yards, three thousand yards for two miles, is the max ordnance number. Now, right. go ahead and tell them what max ordnance is. 
So uh, Max Ordnet is the the highest above above the Earth uh, part of a trajectory of a projectile. So every projectile, when it's sent, doesn't go straight in a line. It goes on a curve, and that curve is different for every gun, pretty much. So yeah, Max Ord is is the height above the ground at its maximum point in the curve. And some of these distances when they're shooting 5,000, 6,000 yards or trying to out there, that max ordinance is between 900 and 1,400 feet. Wow. <laughs> right. Wow. It's pretty – and, and, and the interesting thing is that the air and the wind are completely different there, yeah. and you cannot measure them. No. Hey, uh, we've we got to take, take a break here. We're going to pick you right up again here, uh, talking more about long-range precision shooting. Thanks, John. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. <laughs> That's awesome. Folks, Philip Name and Fireland Radio Show. I'm back here with John Gillespie Brown. Uh, we're talking about long range shooting. And Cindy Rahog is also uh, still here with us in studio. Longrangeshooting.org. We're going to do a giveaway. We're giving away one of the Kelly McMillan's MC3 stocks, the Legends series. We're going to give it away on our site. I, I, I'm going to add one thing to it. So uh, you have to share this post and you have to join our Facebook group. That's it. It's all free. So, again, and no whining. No whining, no whining, no whining. Those are the first three rules. Um, rule four, read the first three rules. <laughs> so, and, and we're going to just do a random giveaway, and somebody is going to get extremely lucky with the Remington 700 short action, uh, McMillan MC3 polymer stock with the pillar bedding and Magnum Con. It's just it's an awesome stock. It's designed after the one Chris Kyle used, so how do you go wrong with that? Um, joining me back here, I have John Gillespie Brown. John, one of the things that, that is that you brought up in the last session is precision. And that's something that, that I really enjoy about long range shooting also is because everything has to come together to, for a first round hit at extended ranges. And some of these ranges, as we're talking about guys are out, uh, Charlie Melton this week's trying to shoot 6,000 plus yards. You know, you're almost shooting over the curve of the earth at that point in time. Cause it's so far out there. Uh, and, and the, the, Max ordinance, the height of the bullet during its course is 900 to 1400 feet. But then when it's coming down at the target, it's coming down at such a steep angle that if you don't have it exactly dead on, um, a, a 
factor of one or two feet per second, you're going to hit three feet short or three feet longer. And the angle that the bullet's coming down at your big flat plate of iron that you're looking at is not as big the target is because it's coming down at that angle. You're looking at a as if you're from the side of it, you know, much shorter portion. They would do better to try and land it on a big flat square of (laughs) of iron. Yeah, exactly. To hit their target. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say there, uh, John? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. The science associated with it. I think most people get into long range shooting because it's like the next challenge, if you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, getting a gun set up and and putting a scope on it and, and, and being able to hit things is step one. But, uh, once you go out to these ranges, as you say, you have to think about quite a few different factors, like you know what's the atmosphere like at max ordnance, because the the projectile doesn't go um, straight; it goes up in this arc. I think uh, you have a lot of different tools. You have to figure out the range of what you're shooting at if it's not on a fixed range. You have to figure out the environment. You have to figure out how all the pieces of the puzzle go together. You have to measure the muzzle velocity of your rifle, which you know many hunters have never done. And then you have to plug that into some sort of ballistics tool or, you know, app. Um, and, and then you then have to have a scope, <clears throat> which you can then dial into what you're shooting at. So it's quite a bit to think about. But the, for, for those of us that are interested, which is a pretty big group of us nowadays, uh, that's what we enjoy about it, was, you know, is the intellectual as well as physical piece. Um, and that also sets the... Uh, men apart from the boys doesn't it if you can do math and shoot at the same time so uh, say you have to be a mathematician he ain't from around here and well you know let's talk about that because some people um will go buy a let's pick on ruger today they buy a ruger precision rifle and they get a phone app and now they think you know hey this is good for I can, I can, my phone app says I can shoot 2,500 yards, so I'm good for that because that's all there is to it, right? Um, yeah, and, and clearly, I'm, I've uh, owned a Ruger Precision Rifle along with many other Precision Rifles. And I, I think, um, unfortunately, the marketing does maybe make it sound like that. And, and, and certainly at, at shorter ranges, if you pick a popular cartridge that we were riffing on earlier, like a 6.5 more, <laughs> you can, you can, um, even if you're fairly new to the sport, start hitting a thousand yards. You really can. It, it blows your mind the first time you do it because it's so far away when you're looking at it. You know, and well, you the math, but, but the math's been done for you. Like that cartridge is is there's so much documentation on it that you're going to get it. Everybody knows what those BCs are on their bullet. But if you've got something, uh, let's pick on the 270. You know, you got a 270 hunting rifle. You want to try and shoot a thousand yards. There's not been as much studies done on. The bullets you're going to shoot out of a 270, as there are with the 6.5 in the in the Creedmoor area. So you're going to have to learn what your real BCs are, and I'm sure you cover that right. in your book, right? How to measure of that? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, we cover literally every uh, tiny little piece actually, of the I, whole. I said topic. B. I said BC. So if you were a brand new listener here, does that mean before Christ? What exactly is the BC? <laughs> well, in this case, I think you're referring to the ballistic coefficient, which is a number given to each projectile or, or bullet, and so uh, you know the shape of the bullet and how it flies through the air. Uh, we call a BC for simple terms. So, so I, uh, I, I try and tell people sometimes it's like the gas mileage for your bullet. The higher right. the BC number, the more efficient it is through the air. You're going to get farther. 
more energy downrange with the same amount of, of energy at the barrel as opposed to a you know driving a, a hybrid versus driving a pickup truck. You're... And to your point on on different calibers like the two seventy, which is an excellent cartridge particularly for hunting. Uh, you 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 then obviously have a whole bunch of different setups. And one of my books, the fourth one, was actually about reloading. And those of us that tend to shoot uh, long range tend to make our own ammo, which Absolutely. is you know going going the extra yard. But in that case, as you said, you sort of have to figure out what works uh, in your gun. Every gun is different, and then uh, then you figure out what what you're trying to achieve, whether it be long range hunting, which needs a different projectile than shooting steel, like you were saying earlier, or paper. You know, paper punching needs a a different profile of projectile because its objective is different, right? One is going to try and kill something by uh, exsanguination or then bleeding out, uh, and the other one is is just simply trying to hit uh, a piece of steel out there at 1,000 or 2,000. So, uh, you know, there are lots and lots of decision points, and uh, and the the point of the book that I wrote was I was trying to solve my own problem. I would be constantly hitting these questions and not having an easy spot to go and pick up the answers and certainly not in a logical progression, which, you know, there's a lot of YouTube videos, but uh, I wanted to write something that progressed from zero all the way through so you could learn logically step by step. You didn't, you know, only find out 20% of the picture because that's all there is in terms of free stuff on YouTube. So um, that's what tempted me to write this was my own, challenges with constantly having questions like you're bringing up you know so and so uh, to get the books you can find them on amazon yeah amazon just search under long range shooting and you'll find a bunch of good books and ours are the ones with big green covers on them precision okay. long range shooting and hunting what do they typically run of, uh, four. say again what do they typically run 9.99 oh Jeez, that's great. And um, actually, I think they're they're and some most of those are signed. But if you can find one John hasn't signed, it's worth a fortune. <laughs> you know, with a name as long as mine, if I was to sign all of them, I think my arm would fall off. Yeah, you might have a bicep reattachment surgery. Hey, I know how that goes. Yeah, exactly. I'll be, I'll be uh, hand in a sling like you. Yeah. So you're up there in Northern California. Where do you shoot up in that area? You're like oh, in the Bay Area. Don't don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> You have to drive all the way down to Avenal, have, cool, have, you, right? We don't have time. We don't have time for for this uh, discussion. <laughs> uh, not there are not very many places. There's only one place in Sacramento that has a reasonably long range. So basically, what happens is I have to drive four or five hours to BLM land to be able to shoot long range in uh, Northern California. Uh, all the ranges locally are you know being crushed by the progressives. So yeah. there's only a handful of 100 yard ranges you can get to and a lot of people I, mean, I, I sometimes have to line up for an hour to get on the range oh, that's disgusting. so um well i wanted to bring this up to you also there's a a long range match at avenal gun club which is about two hours south of you off the 101 right. just uh, south of koalinga and they do this every month i think it's the third sunday of the month it's 50 shots they range from 200 to 900 yards they're uh, two moa targets Uh, I've shot it a bunch of times. I won't be shooting it this year, but it's an amazing group. So Avenal Gun Club, look them up. I think give them a shout-out. They do a great match. Saturdays they do 22s. Sundays they do the the high-powered rifle. So that's another opportunity for you. Okay, folks, I want to thank my special guest here, John Gillespie Brown. LongRangeShooting.org is his website. He's got four 
going on five books here, all about the logical progression, which is important for long-range shooting and hunting. And then uh, my special guest, my good friend, Cindy Rahaga. And again, May 5th, May 5th, we're going to do the memorial shoot. I'll be out there. won't be shooting. I'm going to do one hand. I'll go out in the end and hit them with a tennis racket as they land. Well, you don't have to tell everybody. They break eventually, <laughs> Philip. You don't have to tell them whether you pulled the trigger or not. Exactly. The, the, I'll no. just, the broken ones were mine. But, yeah. Come Rahagas, on out and eat anyway. Yeah, rahagas.com and uh, R-A-A-H-A-U-G-E-S.com. Memorial shoot for the wonderful Mike Rahage on uh, uh, Sunday, May 5th, 2019. Folks, thank you. We'll see you all there. Thanks, Philip. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.